am Ruby, and I almost said my last name, and my pronouns are they, them, and well, ta-da! <laughs> That's a hint about our theme today. Hi, I'm Leo, I use he, him pronouns, and I woke up 10 minutes ago. Well done. Um, I'm Katia, I use she and they pronouns, whoa, hello, debut. Um, Get it, everyone. Uh, I was on Musical Theatre Tumblr for two years, and that's just a little, just a thing to say. Hi, I'm Grace. I use she and they pronouns, and um, I am so happy to announce we have a special guest this episode. Hi. Hello, I am special and a guest. Yes. I am Isaac. I'm the guy who wrote the theme song, and I use he and they pronouns. Um, so, so Isaac is part of the reason as well as writing the song. We met we met through musical theatre Tumblr and a Discord for um, Bearer Pop Opera. So that's that's basically why this this episode is going to be about the Riverdale musical episodes. Um, which I mean, it's a gay Riverdale podcast, and um, what's gay than musicals? Yes. There are several Many musicals on Riverdale. Um, there's three musical episodes, and the whole show is spiritually a musical. Um, um, before we get into it, I think that we should talk a little bit about uh, the season five trailer that just came out. Yes, yeah. the disturbance in the Riververse. <laughs> also, the like intent, just to bring it all together, the like quite a lot of hints that there's going to be a Rocky Horror episode. Wait, where are those hints? Didn't Ted Sullivan? They were mostly on Ted's Twitter. What what did he say? Okay, our best friend, Ted Sullivan. Our best friend. He replied to me three. (laughs) No big deal, though. Somebody saved my Riverdale image and added him, and he... There, there were like thoughts on this, and he was like, every single day on Twitter, I feel like this. Jaded King. So true. Um, <laughs> he hates teenagers, and he has a right to. He like basically <laughs> acknowledged our thesis as like, yes, this is what the writers are doing, which is like so insanely validating. I know like we all believe that so firmly it doesn't feel like world shattering, but like having had to defend the fact that I like Riverdale to a real life friend yesterday, like so validating. Yes. Knowing that the writers are like, yes, it's about the rot at the core of American society and it's about how you're not doomed to repeat the mistakes of your parents unless you are. Like true. Also, um, really nice to know. Any of you have been listening to previous episodes and remember the theory that I went insane about about um, killing Mr. Honey slash Mr. Griffin? He also validated that. So we have also Mr. Honey is gay. Mr. Honey is gay. gay. Mr. Um, Honey is gay. The same way Rowena from Supernatural is bisexual, and that something happened in a (laughs) cutscene that confirmed it, and they were like, "Eh, "We don't need that in the episode." Um, I uh. I'm so excited. I think that, um, what, who's going to be the voyeur? We, we'll talk about this a little Jelly bit Bean. later. It's going to be yeah, Jelly Bean. Yeah, it's going to be Jelly Because, like, what if it was? You know, that'd be great. What if it was Jelly Bean? What and if it was Jelly Bean? Bean. <laughs> Jelly Bean and our middle school friends. But, uh, She's assume, in middle school. Uh, it's probably, I don't know, it's probably Chicken Probably Chicken Charles. Boo, boring. But what if it was Jelly Bean? 
But well, what if the twist is it's like the like government surveillance and like they just got a really fucked up guy who took it too far. <laughs> I really hope that th- it'll reveal somehow that like Charles is not in the FBI. He's just <laughs> he's just pretending. He just got he just like rented a room, got a load of like that's why they that's why he uses really weird old timey equipment. And that's why when they there was like a, a live bomb, they made a little literal teenager defuse it. He loves long con pranks. Yeah, he loves lying. Yeah, he's pulling a supernatural, and he just got stuck. He expected to leave within like a month, <laughs> and he's been stuck there. He can't leave, and so he has to keep lying. Um. And there's, I don't know, no, absolutely no Jarji Veronica content. Except Jughead crying during sex with a woman. Jughead crying during sex with a woman. Which is really giving it for, giving it to all of us, like, thank you. Thank you so much, Jughead. And, uh, so yeah, should we, should we start talking about the musicals? Should we start talking about Carrie? Uh, the show Um, in which Ethel was absolutely fucking fucking infuriating ethel was robbed princess ethel can you imagine being the other theater kids in riverdale high uh where the teen director of the show who is somehow in charge of everything kevin exclusively casts his friends (laughs) his friends mother like bully her way into one of the main roles and he says there's nothing so more bad. amateur than age-inappropriate casting, and then he calls Josie as a teacher. It's high school t- theater. High school theater is very serious. Okay, very serious. high school theater never has age-appropriate casting, though. Because they're okay. high schoolers. Before we get into it, you have it, to tell us about Harry. First, someone needs to explain to me the Rocky Horror twin uh, hints. Um, so what happened is everyone was, like, asking Ted about what the musical episode would be, and he was like, no, 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 and then someone was like, could it be Rocky Horror? And he was like, I love Rocky Horror. (laughs) Okay, I I have a conspiracy theory about how the musicals are chosen. So, when you look at all the musicals that have been chosen so far, we got Carrie, we got Heathers, we got Hedwig. Where did they all get famous? Off-Broadway. Where did Rocky Horror find its fame? Off-Broadway and with its cult movie, much like Hedwig, everything is connected. <gasps> Holy Could shit. Be. I see that. I don't know. I'm, I'm still really hoping they do Jesus Christ Superstar. I know! I yeah. need them That would be so Christ. homophobic towards me. That also got popular off-Broadway. Yeah. Yes. Um, should we save this for later? Yes, later. Yes. Let's yeah. have okay. a structure. Let's be good. Carrie, tell us about Carrie. I don't know anything about Carrie. I I know a lot about Carrie, unfortunately, because of who I am as a person. So Carrie, 80s off-Broadway, flopped. It just flopped so hard on Broadway. There's like a really good video by um, the Wait and the Wings guy. Solid. It's a very good video. But then in 2012, it went off-Broadway and like everyone was like, yes, because they added new songs like In and The World According to Chris, which are the- Wait, those weren't in it before? What? Those weren't in it before? No, they added them for the- Oh, that's why they're good. Yeah, those are, like, the good songs in the I mean, we should preface that Carrie is not a good show. Yes, Carrie is a bad show, but it has good songs. The dialogue is god-awful. The timing is bad. People only come to see Carrie for the destruction, and they didn't even fucking do it in Riverdale. They didn't have reason to, but they should have. But But to be fair, like, half the songs in Carrie are also terrible. Exactly, exactly. I made very extensive notes while re-watching the Carrie episode, and I am looking at them now, and apparently, I'm just... Cheryl 
referred to the random extras as ensemble vultures. And I just think we should talk about Cheryl being that theater girl. I just think it's great. <laughs> it makes perfect Thespian sense. Thespian terrorism. Thespian terrorism! Oh, say having, that. having been to theater camp for three years, every single like girl who ever got a lead thought she was Cheryl Blossom. Oh, <laughs> you'll never be. You'll never be so Cheryl right. Blossom. I thought was so right. She she deserved. She was made to be Carrie White. She was she, she was, was correct. And that bit that she sings in in and she's like just so good. She would have yeah. killed it. Cheryl and was Mitch wrong for was it. Cheryl was wrong for it. The tagline. I'm pretty sure the t- title of this episode is going to be Cheryl was wrong for it because I yeah. get to title the episodes and I think Cheryl was wrong. I for was it. hoping the title would be Thespian Terrorism. <laughs> That's another good one. Um. Yeah. Oh. Ethel like eats her one bit, and, and Midge eats the like tiny bit she has in stay here instead. Cheryl is not good at it. <laughs> She's She's got the wrong voice for it. Literally, she goes on a whole rant like, "Oh, people think I'm tone deaf, but I'm not." Sings the song in the completely oh, wrong gosh. key. Over, like the overacting is perfect. That's exactly how Cheryl would act it. Mm-hmm. I would, I would like just a brief detour to share my experiences of my first time watching Riverdale, because the Carrie episode was the first episode I ever saw, and I watched it as a Carrie the Musical stan who hated Riverdale because I was extremely emotionally repressed, and oh boy howdy, I hated this episode so much, mm-hmm. but upon re-watching it, it's fucking brilliant. Kevin got a death threat and his response was the show must go on, which is a continued theme throughout Riverdale. That's good gay representation. Literally, Kevin is- okay, Kevin gets so much to do in these musical episodes, and one of the reasons I started watching Riverdale is because I have a huge crush on gay Kevin, and I just- it's so good. Okay, I can see you all judging me, but I'm fucking right, okay? No, 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 I'm glad that we have a, um, gay Kevin enthusiast, finally, because the rest of us are quite apathetic. Listen, okay, I just- I saw him for the first time, I was like, oh, it's Corey Kaw from Broadway's brother. Why, hey, I like him. Corey Kaw is straight. Can we talk about that? Oh my god, he's straight! He's straight, it's mean! It's really- it's just strange for me. It's so weird. It's so weird. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's not, it's not right. He's like the John Mulaney bit, like he should have been gay. God just forgot to flip the switch. Um, I also want to talk about, I can't remember if this is in Carrie or Heather's. I think it's in Carrie when, um, the little moments where like, Fans. Fans is oh, like, yeah. this episode steals the show. And he's he, so like, funny, that actor. That actor just hand. kills it. He just put a hand on um, Kevin's just shoulder like, no, and Kevin's just like, no. Like, <laughs> he, just, he doesn't say anything. He just puts his hand up to block him. And then, and then Fangs is like, have, is like having Fangs. a secret relationship with Midge, I yeah. guess. <laughs> That's what the animosity is about. That's what the animosity was about. Kevin was yeah. jealous of Midge. Truly, also, bisexual representation peaked with whatever the hell is going on with Moose and Fangs and Midge and Kevin. And <laughs> That's so weird. Who in Riverdale do we think is biphobic? I think Doughead. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Doughead, obviously, he doesn't Kevin, understand bisexuality. Kevin and like a um, a what's Kurt his from name? Leeway. Yeah, Kurt from okay. Leeway. I was like. I'm trying to remember his name. Um, and like a Kurt from Glee Away where he thinks like he should pick a side. He thinks that gay men are all like uh, bisexual men are like all just secretly gay men who like have a one foot out of the closet and bi women are just lying for attention. 
Isaac, what have you got to say? I have written an in-depth analysis on how Ooh. Fred Andrews and Archie Andrews parallel Kurt and Bertram Glee in the notes that I've taken for this musical episode. Let me explain. Fred and Bert, both the best dads in the show. So true. They both fix cars. They both use cars as a way to bond with their gay little son. They, their gay little son doesn't actually like like, they do like cars, but they're like, oh, no. But, like, they want to go perform in their gay little way. And their father's like, oh, well, I'll go watch you perform. And it's so nice and sweet. And they watch each other. And they hug. And they have the best relationship. And Archie Andrews wrote his tongue. Archie Andrews wrote his tongue. So true, Katya. So true. Archie Andrews, single ladies. Archie's tongue. And they do both do football. Briefly. So true. Kirk really played football? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he said, I'm here to audition. I'm here to audition for the role of kicker. <laughs> yes, he danced to Beyonce to kick right. football. Right, that was like the first episode. Oh. I blocked out every minute of Glee I ever sat I That's absolutely Glee. understandable. Fuck Ryan Murphy. I watched Fuck two Ryan and a half seasons of Glee, and then, I, I've, but I've seen those two and a half seasons like four times. Because each time I think like, oh, I'm going to give Glee another try. And so I'll Don't watch the first do two seasons. <gasps> and oh, then Jesus I'll be like, Christ. never mind. I'm really impressed by how quickly you managed to get those. Isaac is currently Isaac, that's horrifying. holding up. I am holding all of his the Glee entire DVDs. Glee series, including oh the concert God. movie on DVD oh that I keep God. beside my bed. My mom has what's wrong with you in your brain. I know some things about Glee because at the beginning of quarantine, Sophia started watching it um, and kept texting me updates like I knew what they meant, which I don't because I haven't sat through Glee. I have something to say. And then they gave up and started Hannibal instead, which is the the correct switch. Um, That makes perfect sense. I would like to say that I remember my mom watching the first episode of glee when it aired um and wow. i remember watching the don't stop believe in number and then i remember going into my second grade classroom the next day and my flamboyantly gay music teacher played don't stop believe in and i remember being like oh he must have watched that show my mom was watching <laughs> and then because he like played it while we were coloring and then i overheard him talking to another teacher like did you catch glee last night and the other teacher was like oh my god yeah um and that's what that song was from or something that's like really that. funny and they were like whispering and i was like I <laughs> in elementary school i got called weird because i didn't watch glee and they Good. like would describe the plots to me, and I was like, "That would happen to Jughead." What the fresh hell yes. is this? Uh, that would happen to Jughead. They call him weird because he didn't watch Glee. Yeah, and that's what is the whole. I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. Have you ever seen me watch Glee? No, because I've never watched Glee. Um, can I say my sentence that I wanted to say? Yes. Um, Hannibal is the Glee of cannibalism. <laughs> so true. So. Yes, sure. Just like Riverdale is, um, the Riverdale of Riverdale. Riverdale is the Riverdale of shows. Glee is the Riverdale of networks. This is the Riverdale podcast. Hannibal is also the Riverdale of cannibalism. To be clear, like it's it's a lot of things. Contains multitudes. Have we ever talked about how Roberto got hate crimed on Glee? No, we have. I don't think we have, but we know. Yeah. What? When, when they said, I don't write fanfiction about how Archie and Jughead are hard for each other. Exactly! They wrote that line! It's all about Glee! It's amazing! 
amazing. And also, Roberta wrote Quinn for Bray getting hit by a truck. She he wrote Quinn for Bray getting hit by a truck. That's so genius. What he also wrote Susan about just singing super bass. He did what? Did he write I'm Still Standing? No, he wrote the first time on my way, Gleese, Feud, Moving Out, and the Backup Plan. I need to tweet something. You can't tweet something while we're recording this. I love this. Watch me. This podcast makes me want to get Twitter. I mean, sure. Sure. I am going to tweet the wrote this episode. Your header being a Brett Easton Ellis tweet is really something. It's really it's funny. It's so funny. I love uh, his his tweet about Bruce Springsteen. I would pay ab- actual money for uh, Sean Deppner to say this. Um, you hear that, Sean? Sean reply to our DM on Twitter for fuck's sake. Hey, Sean? Yeah, Sean. Hey, Sean, Sean, we know you saw. You, we know we you know, saw it. I mean, we don't know because it doesn't say seen, but... No, sometimes like, it just makes yeah. the check mark blue. Uh, Either. Yeah, I, I don't think he's actually seen it, but like, that's really? why, why we haven't done the um, Stonewall episode, despite being promised, because yeah. we're holding it out in case Sean Deckner decides to join our podcast. <laughs> um, and we have totally forgotten what we were talking about. Oh my god. Okay, oh my god, Harry. even off topic from the off topic from the off topic. Mm-hmm. We are. Hopefully okay. this makes it a little more interesting to watch. We were talking about Glee, but that wasn't... Carrie! Back to Carrie, for God's sake. Can, talk... Can we please talk, my fellow thespian terrorists, about <laughs> Veronica Ushine? Oh my god, <gasps> see, we talked about it that is... in the Veronica episode. Literally, she showed up at her party. She showed up at your... At... <laughs> uh, you have me! Which... Don't you want me? Like, we already literally. sung the song! I... Literally, you can't be the same song. Mary Derek's straight little duet, and they gave it to Veronica. They had the Archie, like, look at each other and, like, start singing it, like, awkwardly and, like, without any chemistry, and then immediately cut to Veronica singing it, like, with the most love in their eyes. Literally, what is wrong with them? It makes me want to shoot someone. It's, like, the exact reverse of, like, having there be a Barchi moment during Origin of Love. Um, because yeah. it, it's taking a romantic song and giving it to friends, whereas like Origin of Love is taking a song that's not actually about romance and putting in a romantic moment for a ship that I don't care about. And I was about to say we, as in the Riverdale fandom, but then I remembered we are not the majority. Also, just a little bit of Carrie the musical history here. There is a reprise of You Shine in the musical where Sue is cradling Carrie's dying body and sings it to her, and it is a love song. Carrie is very homoerotic when you actually look into it, so, like, it, it's all gay. It's all gay. Also, so don't... They, make, they, they do a Shoney version of You Shine. So there's a cut yeah. of you shine, you shine, which is, like... It's I do crazy. feel like we already talked about this. Yeah. Um... I feel like we should probably move on to Heather's because oh we definitely have so much to say about Hedwig. The last thing I have to say about Carrie is, God, I don't know if Merchant Amick can sing, but it's a bad song and she was never going to sound good singing it. The one of her solo- also, can we talk about how... Tra- oh, before we move on, I also want to say rest in peace, Midge. Oh, God, yeah. Um, yeah. It's also, really- how fun of it was Ethel? Uh, how fun of Ethel was it? To just send death threats. <laughs> she was a girl boss. We don't. We don't. Oh, she good And also the the uh, lease posters, the rent, yes. the parody. Oh my god! Yes, lease. Yeah. lease. 
Even though Red canonically exists in Riverdale, yeah. they sang out tonight, and it was fucking good. Much like so maybe um, least in this Tracy world. True and Nancy Drew. Yeah, I think the Riverdale it. universe just has like really popular knockoffs. And oh Donna my Sweet God. and Donna I just am obsessed with this and Rent being like bloody rivals. There's an ongoing fandom war between the Leafs fans and the Rent heads. Yeah. Um, yeah. and people have been killed. <laughs> <laughs> like the French mistake. It's like the French mistake in that I don't know. Things happen and people died. Um, okay, Heather's. Oh wait, I have one more thing to say about Carrie. Um, Carrie was the first episode of Riverdale that like me and my brother talked about over dinner because we were like, wasn't the twist at the end of that episode amazing? And it was like the first episode where I was like, okay, actually, like something in this show is really good and like well made um instead of just being like haha it's a funny trash show that i watched to laugh at i was like wait okay that dramatic twist really oh, got yes. me and like me and my brother talked about it and it was our parents thought we were insane but we were like no that was like a good episode right yeah um, so true okay so moving on to the thing. yeah world according to chris was one of like the best in and world according to chris and when archie and in got it's rough staying tough wondering what the world will say Ugh, amazing. all about the performance oh, of gender yeah. it's all about the performance of gender i have some thoughts on the world according to chris as a broadway aficionado so in the original world according to chris you know billy gets his whole verse where it's literally just him being like i saw a gay guy and i hate crime him. Yeah, isn't that fucking awesome so and then they just keep singing and then, and then chris is straight up like wow you wonder why i love him sue wow we're so cool together and then sue's like hey chris stop being homophobic i'm gonna go hang out with my shitty boyfriend and then chris gets all sad it's gay it's great i Can love carrie i also want to talk about also poor chuck they like brought him back poor redeemed chuck. him God. and then forgot I about love him chuck. um you know he is a great character in the comics he's like a sweetheart and they made him evil for racism. Ugh. Um, and I'm forever going to be mad about that. Uh, mm. Yeah. Um, but I also wanted to say something else about Carrie. Um, KJ Appa's terrible dancing. Oh, yeah, his little dancing <laughs> and do me a favor. Maybe, maybe if they reveal, like, four seasons down the line that Chuck was secretly God the whole time and was <laughs> <laughs> <much> bisexual. <laughs> What then? <laughs> what if Chuck was the voyeur? Yeah, and well, that also would be God. That'd be horrible. It would be that'd horrible. That'd be really, really bad. So wait, so we're gonna are we done with Carrie? We're done with Carrie. We can't keep talking about Carrie. We can't oh, keep going. Anything like you desperately want to say about Carrie? Just, just short, short things. No. Anything? No. Okay. We gotta um, talk about the very first episode. Actually, not the very first, but the first episode of Riverdale that I saw and I, like, got. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't get it, because I was, like, an elitist little musical theater girl, and I was, like, watching it with my friends, and I was like, oh, this is so bad. They can't sing. When, like, my friend, it's possible. Get you. Uh, <laughs> my friend forced me to watch the pilot, and I was like, this sucks, um, because when it came out, um, because my brain is so small. Also, I would get into pro ace head discourse. Oh, hello. Um, which is so fun for me. Um, and uh, I like hated Riverdale on the basis that it straight washed Jughead, which I do now, but in a different way. I am built so much different than all of you. Like, but, I was okay. So, I've been watching Riverdale since a, like 
maybe fall of 2018. Um, and I was like, at first I was hate watching. And then I was like, this is really fun. And like, I think people should stop being so harsh about it because sometimes it's enough that things are just fun. Um, and then I like started talking to you guys and I, I was like, okay, wait, actually you guys have a point. There is something substantive to Riverdale. Um, and so like I spent about a year plus a few months being like Riverdale is good because it's fun and sometimes being fun is enough to be good. And then I yeah. became radicalized yeah. into no yeah. Riverdale is good and it has depth and it's like intelligent. And this is relevant because like Carrie was the first episode that made me go, wait, actually there is something here. And then Heather's was like an episode that made me go, I don't know. Maybe it's not. Um, and then Wicked Little Town made me go, oh, it absolutely is. Right. The yeah. Hedwig episode was the one that radicalized me. I watched it with my friend when we just previously been watching because we were like, oh my God, there's, there's Donna Tartt and Bryce Dinellas in this. I know this is the wrong one to talk about. But, and we were like, this is weird and funny. And then I watched the Hedwig episode and I was like, oh my God, I love this. Like, I just love, I loved it. And you know, Isaac, you saw me firsthand saying, oh, why are they doing Hedwig? This is going to be so bad. And then we watched the episode together and it was a We watched it together and I was like, what the fuck? So um, with Hedwig, uh, not Hedwig, Heather's, my friend was in town. Uh, They were watching um, uh, the Heather's episode. And that was the first episode that I watched where I was like, oh, this is fun. Like, this is funny. Um... And maybe, like, the people on Tumblr who, like, watch Riverdale, um, ironically, like, have a point. And so then I was like, okay, I'll watch it. Um, And then, like, about halfway through season two or something, I was like, oh, it's not funny. It's brilliant. And then my mind expanded and my third eye opened. Um, It is funny, though. It's funny and brilliant. They didn't tell me that it was a musical episode. Um, so they just, like, played the episode, and everyone immediately started singing, and I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, anyway, I don't love it as much as, um, Wicked Little Town. How- Season four is just, okay, someone do a little summary of the plot of the, head- of the Heather's episode, even yeah, though we, we didn't do we that. We didn't do that for Carrie. We but- didn't do that for Carrie, but, you know, fuck it. In Carrie, Midge get- dies, and, uh, there's, like, a whole thing with the Black Hood. Mostly it's just fun songs. Oh, wait, 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 one thing we need to add, just tiny thing we need to add, is, um, when... Cheryl says, I'm not the same girl. Isn't that in the Carrie episode? Yeah, I'm not the, I'm same, not the girl. same girl who burned down Thistlehouse and turned off her life support. Oh, and Tony's like, yeah, you are. <laughs> um, yeah, and... Maybe and she burns, wait, doesn't she... And she says, um, you and Uncle Claudius are pig people and must yes. live amongst the pigs. Um, okay, Heather's time. Heather's. We I know have... what happens in the show, Heather's. Uh, teeny Bopper murders. That's it. They do murders. I'm cooking um, bananas for you, Obvi. Wait, do they say then, that in that episode? I don't know. No, they didn't. No, because they, they wouldn't, because they're, like, breaking up. Yeah. yeah. No, but when they make up at the end. Oh. No, they just sing a song. Okay, I would like to discuss something that isn't Riverdale, just for a moment, in relation to Heathers. So, are any of you aware of the show Paramount Heathers? Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, I yeah, am aware of that yeah, show. Cause... Thank you, Isaac. Thank you so much. I feel like we need to discuss it because it's, I mean I don't I don't. Do it's what Riverdale, okay, it's what people think Riverdale is. Yeah, because it's bad. 
people like toss Paramount Heathers and Riverdale in like a bucket together to go, ugh, TV has gone so far downhill. And I just... They're not the same. How are you that dumb? People who like gave up at season one, like I kind of get it. I don't love season one. It's I do. Time. It's I like to. But it's also like, it's just a very different vibe. Yeah, definitely. It's very different. Um, it's not what Heathers. Heathers. Just a couple of straight guys doing musical theater. Just a couple That's of straight literally guys just two doing single theater. straight guys doing, doing theater. theater. And we are just five. The fact that they have Archie say what you will. playing one of, one of the characters who is so homophobically written is so fun to me. It's really amusing. My, my question is, who plays the gay dads in Riverdale Heathers? Is it FP and Fred? None of them I do. I think it's probably, like, they get some of the girls to, like, do drag. What are the, so they sing beautiful Kevin and it's great. So and no, it's like, isn't that the one where like Hermione goes in and she's like, you can't do the show. It's all about teen suicide. And Kevin's like, no. Every <laughs> not musical, about teen suicide. It's about depression. Every musical episode, uh, Kevin has to like show someone that they can do this, that they why they should be doing the musical by having like a still have the image of Kevin of Kevin being like, we can do hairspray, it's not about race. <laughs> I literally had people like that in my town. It was fucking insane. Literally, you're d- wait, tell your hairspray story. Okay, okay, so l- last year, I, for my thesis, for my GCSEs, I was writing about, you know, representation in musical theater because I'm a fucking theater kid. And so I went to go see two productions of Hairspray in my small Irish community. And all of them were all white. And instead of having, you know, actual people of color, they made people wear black t-shirts and black wristbands to show that they were black. And I, this Kurt Hummel looking twink sang Run and Tell That to my face. And I just sat there and stared him dead in the eyes and didn't applaud, didn't smile. I just sat there. Okay, I have to save this for when I talk about my um, extensive uh, Riverdale hairspray. Yeah, we all know. But I think that... um, Oh my god, we really have to get on because we have so much to say about that stuff. Okay, so we don't really have a lot to say about Heather's, other than it's good. Um, It's great, and I hate it when people make those videos that's like, Oh, this is so bad. I remember commenting on a post about uh, Riverdale Heather's and being like, they should recast this, because I was still in my Riverdale isn't very good era. Um, I regret that. I mean, they should have. They didn't Thank you for do a great job assigning character songs. I am so mad that we didn't get to see any of Sweet Pea as Sweet Pea is um, JD. As so JD. Good. And and do any of it. And so uh, Josie as Veronica. Because they have such a weird like, plot going on. That they, Tony? The Tony plot. No, the, the, the Sweet Pea and Josie plot. Oh my god, that was adorable. Thought about all the time. I um, love that. And if they, they if that, if they like elaborated on that, that would slap. Like the Josie, um, Sweet Pea, and Archie um, love triangle. Um, I also like. I'm so mad we didn't get to hear Josie Veronica, except for Fight for Me. Oh my god, which is that was so, so good. good. The I love most romantic. Okay, I'm gonna say something a little controversial, um, and it's not Heather's related, but it is Riverdale music related. I think that people like us, um, Ashley Murray and KJ Appa uh, version, is better than Ordinal. I mean, I, I barely listen to it, so I can't really contra- I can't really say for or against, but I do okay, love Origin of Love. 
people like us lost and found. Go I can't join in because I don't know the words. Me either. No, you guys are such like fake Riverdale fans that you don't listen Fuck to you. Which is the best Riverdale cover. I, can't I listen, listen to it. I mean, it's back to Black Erasure. Wait, um, so. We gotta Rip- talk about. The Tony. Can we talk about the Shoney plot? Because it's hilarious. <laughs> they were about to have sex on the theater. They were about to fully just have sex on that stage. They were gonna fuck on that stage, just like in Bearable Opera. Literally, no, like, is anybody like a- gonna fuck on this stage and did not wait for anything? <laughs> okay, but like, <laughs> no, but Tony, having been to theater up. camp, I can attest that's what they do. Yeah, that's what the kids are like. It, it happens. Okay. But, like, my life is a movie and it's Spring Awakening. <laughs> like, okay, at my at my camp, there was like a designated like rehearsal studio that no, like none of the directors used to rehearse in because it was just everyone knew that's where people went to fuck, um, which oh, is God. disgusting. God, theater kids got laid. Theater <laughs> kids are so horny. It's like the band kids. There was a band practice room in my high school where everyone knew people had sex in it. And, like, it's, like, why? There was nothing like that in any places. <laughs> no, me, my, mm, um, um, is well, I just keep thinking about how Cheryl said, I am red. That was like, good. She is red she like is yours, red. she is the album red. She's oh, my God. That's your favorite. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about how much Cheryl would be a Lana Del Rey fan. <laughs> She'd be That's really fair. into Lana Del Rey. What did Heather so, Wells happened in the Heather's episode? It was I great. I loved it. Remember. It's all my fault. Can't we be seventeen? Maybe, yeah. we'll, maybe, maybe when we're old, maybe then we'll never die. Like yeah. they went off with like the metaphors and the general like semantic relevance yeah. of seventeen. It's really good. Hey guys, high school may not ever end. There is going to be high school teachers. End. They're, they're coming teachers. back in the season five. Spoilers, like like teasers. They're coming back. They're all coming back to be teachers. High school may not never well, end. Well, we think they are going to be teachers. I'm so mad that they made Archie um our oh, teacher. Oh god, it's awful. That's so we're, fucked up. This is an anti-military podcast. Yeah. Let Archie yeah. teach music. Let Archie, Let Archie be a music teacher. teacher. Let Archie be a rabbi. I don't yeah, know that Archie is qualified to teach to music, rabbi. but I think he should get to try. Mm. Archie should 100% go to rabbinical school. I mean, they'd all be bad teachers except Betty. Betty who... would not be a good teacher either. She try. She, no, but she could be like a she could be like a fun dykey shop teacher. Oh. Yeah, she would uh, but consider this. She would... Um, be hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that they should just let something. him be like a gym teacher. Like mm. a say the word for me, Katya or Grace. Oh, Dyke? Yeah, like a fun. <laughs> bad gym, word uh, oh, she's a Dyke gym teacher. Archie, yeah. Wait, I'm May glad that we all had the universal experience of like our gym teachers were lesbian. Um, speaking of Archie being lesbianic. Do you, do we have awesome. anything? Let's be awesome. Do we have anything else to say about Heather's? Cause... I, I do. Okay. I do. I have a, a couple of things to say. One, my personal opinion is that Reggie is the funniest fucking person in the world. Not so because funny. of straight dudes, but because of the way he sings, like in Beautiful, where he's like, you're gonna die at 3 p.m. Like, it's just so <laughs> awkward. It's so funny to me. <laughs> just like, thank you, my friend Reggie. You're so funny to me. And just, 
the ending of the episode is so fucking good. Like, we have arson. We have 17 reprise from Heathers. Then Chad Michael motherfucking yeah! Murray from the Cinderella story shows oh up and starts clapping. And everyone else joins that It's so fucking creepy. I forgot that was a the farm. Yeah, there's a cold gay wedding. Evelyn's in it. gay wedding. God, that is Heathers. Oh my god. Heathers is such a good episode. Oh my god, Heathers is an excellent episode. Literally, but like it's ironically so good. Their voices are so good. It's so like romantic. Remember when Evelyn gives um uh Kevin a mushroom waist brownie and he hallucinates Midge's ghost? And and then and then when Kevin talks about it in like actors therapy because they get all the theater kids together to talk about their trauma, which is a terrible fucking idea from personal experience. Kevin's like, I see the ghost and and Fang's like, oh I see her too. And then Evelyn is like, wow, these two young men have found a connection. Maybe something more. They just talked about mental illness. (laughs) And then they like Is that not what connections are? (laughs) Fang's always gets like the most to do in the musical episodes. It's so good. So good for him. Such an underrated character. Mm-hmm. I'm just so glad to be like yeah. gay coded and then like leaves. I'm so <laughs> glad that he is being up to series regular. Yes, that's yes. so great. Oh, remember when he straight up you know killed who the guy? Do <laughs> 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 you remember when they killed Gerald Tallboy Petit? That was they the guy killed boss. Tallboy. Oh, okay. I forgot about that. Yeah. He's <laughs> the deadest boy in this room. You wouldn't even need a corpse. I don't know. Cliche and Fangs, and then there's a scene where FP is in the bunker and they're talking, and FP doesn't know that they killed Tallboy, and then it like zooms in, and the corpse of Tallboy is underneath the bed. <laughs> it's like what if we made a Tallboy together and we were both boys? Literally. <laughs> oh, true. This reminds me of um when Jughead has to hide underneath the cot. Well, Betty and Archie make out. Oh my god. <laughs> that was, that, I'm so, That's like, like in the social network when they get the, they get sucked off and up in, in, in the Jason. Katya. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Katya, you can't talk to me about the social network. We have no, okay, to bleep out that. We're not going to get into that. No. I'm a social no. network hater, but to be fair, the last time I tried to watch it, I was nine. Why were you watching the social network when you were it was on a plane? <laughs> okay. That's fair enough. Okay. So anyway, Archie Les I mean he's not I just sometimes. Just sometimes. With Josie. Just, a little bit, just sometimes he's a lesbian. It's a treat. And during Origin of Love. Exactly. So we're gonna talk about Hedwig, um, which I think is just about... such a Hedwig is objectively the best musical. Um Hedwig Well, I mean Hedwig is the best musical they do. It I just is. Say, am I the only one who knew about Hedwig before? Riverdale? Oh no! Absolutely, yeah, I Hedwig Stan. I knew about it before. Fans. Like I'd never seen it, but my friends my in friends middle school, my friends in middle school who were all theater kids, uh, were into it and were like, "Here's my hyper realistic, um, like." pencil charcoal pencil drawing of neil patrick harris and i was like <laughs> okay. okay cool i remember I, my friend showing me sugar daddy and i i remember going is that neil patrick harris <laughs> from the movie I, Bond Girl? 
I feel the need to confess my sins here at this Riverdale podcast recording. Hello. That video of Neil Patrick Harris singing Sugar Daddy at the Tonys was a vital part of my transgender experience. I saw that and I was like, that's what I want my gender to be. And ever since like 20, like 2015, like when I was like 11, I saw that video for the first time. And ever since then, I have been a Hedwig stan. It is it's the such best. a good show. It, is, it's a, it has everything. It's about gender. It's about control. It's about toxicity. It's Wait. about abuse and cycles of abuse and how to this get show over those. Identities. Like genders. What is it? It's what is it that Kevin says? It it's represents about identities. Genders. Also, so I, true, Kevin. Also, can I just say, okay, I have just a little snippet of a theory. So when they sing Wicked Little Town Reprise, Archie does sing the line, more than a woman or a man, directed to Betty. Canonically non-binary Betty Cooper. Woo! You can't prove me otherwise. That Woo! line is making headway yes. canonically non-binary. You can't prove it isn't. Also, so I true, Vazbian Betty Cooper. Um, well, Hedwig regular version was an influential part of um, Isaac's uh, transgender journey. Um, Hedwig Riverdale was a vital part of my discovering my identity. Yes, solidarity. Um, it it's literally like the transgenderification meme mm-hmm. beam. Um, like Hedwig, like you watch it and you're like, oh, okay, like like you realize things. Like, genuinely, like, The Origin of Love, yes, it is a song about the literal myth, but it is also about being non-binary. It is literally, like, about... part of part, part son, it's about being non-binary. Also, remember when they made um, Veronica sing uh, uh, one that looked like two girls? Like, oh, the way she sings that, it's so... Katya, oh. say the word. Katya, say the word. Oh, Katya, you... say the word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, thank Sorry. you. Thank you. Um, time. I'm, yeah, I, was, I got distracted on my tweets. Also, when um, Archie sings, you're running up and down that hill. Oh my god, so good. <laughs> Literally, but like, when Betty sings to Archie, you take the pieces off the ground and show this wicked little town something beautiful and new. That's Archie Andrews, baby! He's a good boy! He's an angel! Also, I, I did That's also write an analysis in my notes of how Archie parallels Jack Klein from Supernatural. I feel it's very clear. Say that! Say that. Thank you. But first, I want to talk about my... The, the reason that transgender Archie is so close to me in my heart. So a lot of um, non-binary people and transgender people, you know, single out Jughead because of the everything about him. Um, <laughs> so true. <laughs> sorry. Um, but people see him and they're like, oh, okay. Hmm. Um, and, you know, it's very like gender. But um, to me, Archie, uh, well, in the pilot, Reggie is like how they're like, Archie got hot. And... For me, anytime any show has a journey where a character's physical appearance changes and it changes the way that people address them, I'm like, oh, transgender. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when Archie got hot, that was a metaphor for Archie coming out and coming into his body. Um, and uh, then Reggie asked him if he's taking some tea, um, which he is, King. Um, and of course, Fred is a supportive dad, and he has a bumper sticker on his car that says, I love my trans son. So true. He's, he's like a P-flag dad, but he's not insane about it. He's, like, normal. Like, he's okay. He's like Bert Hummel from Glee. He's like Bert Hummel from Glee. I mean, that has to be sad. Um, then, uh, so, um, uh, also that gif where Hermosa comes into uh, Veronica and Archie's room after they hook up, and uh, Archie pulls the covers over his chest. 
Veronica. Um, and also when he goes to Canada, he's going to Canada to get top surgery because um, they cover his insurance there. Um, the doctor who did it was a bear. Then, uh, yeah. <laughs> And bear thing is an elaborate lie because he's ashamed of his scars yeah reggie is like where'd you get those scars man and he doesn't want to say he got top surgery and so he comes up with a lie on the spot but he's not good <laughs> at it so he says he got attacked oh by yeah uh, that's I, what I, mean like. uh, I don't but i don't like basically i have my tweet up about i think the lines that hit the most in riverdale hedwig i when cheryl sings Look at the woman I've become in wig in the box in a wig in a box. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, like her development. So much. Like like she looks back on where she's from, looks at the woman she's become. What the fuck? This is such a good number. And um in, in Exquisite Corpse when um uh, Veronica says, You see the camera and I tell you no 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 and she's like it's all she's so she's so about control but then also seeming very liberated and free and it's all so much and it all just comes together and it's perfect and i love it and it's amazing and it's because it calls it such a good number even though cole sprouse can't sing it doesn't even matter it doesn't even matter and then in origin of love in origin of love i was just like a i was a bachi for like three to four minutes and then it stopped <laughs> i'm not even a bachi during origin of love i just feel very i think like the thing that compels me about bachi um not as a as a couple like just as a dynamic mm. um i think that like the only reason that they're drawn to each other is, is nostalgia and they're like yearning for the simplicity of their childhood. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. Which is Veronica and Jughead both represent like hardships and suffering and kind of trying to make everything harder than it has to be and melodrama and yeah. And growing up, sort of growing um, up for sure. And, uh, but although it would be interesting if Jughead and existing within like a organ of subversive narrative and not just a traditional one. Yeah. And they have black hair. Uh, yeah, um, that too. And um, so, like, they when they're singing "Origin of Love," they're not really talking about each other. They're talking mm. about, you know, their own origins and their 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 history. And um, like, you can't go back to childhood. God, it's about the archetypes. That Andy Muschietti guy when he was like, "You want to go back to childhood?" But Realize yeah. you can't go back to childhood and cry harder than you've ever cried before. before. Um, that's what Riverdale is about, but I want to say really quickly again, um, like, it's about gender and the, they're running up the hill, they're, they're, they're trying to cross the boundaries that have been set for them, and that is what the whole show is about, trying to break free of their predestined identities, um, and being defined by, uh, things out of their control, like, where they're from, and their parents, and their families, and their gender, and, um, I don't know. Riverdale is just like uh, people. If people who do like gender studies essays about supernatural put that effort, as Katya said, I, you're stealing my tweet. Effort, I'm literally stealing. You're stealing my tweet. Um, put that effort into Riverdale, the world would be a better place. Right. That's. The, but, but what I need to say is that like the fact that it also takes place during the Voyeur storyline that is all about being watched and all about who are you in front of the camera and who are you in the story and what is the, the position you take in the narrative and that's what I mean. Hedwig is all about being watched and because you have to. Who do you have to be when people are watching you? Who could you be if no one was? Like it's all just fucking. Shit you know, and God the town is changing stuff, wondering what the world will say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make a plan, be a man. And 
the the but like I think like one of the reasons a lot of people figured out their gender and sexuality, especially gender during quarantine, is like because they're alone. No one's watching them, and they can be who they really are. Yeah, um, you're moving the part where you feel obligated to perform for other people and you yeah. get to figure out what you have when you're by yourself which is what which, matters and your performance of gender should be a product of what you feel as yourself not what you feel be because of other people. why why you can't being watched in like we are the voyeur the writers of the voyeur maybe they all are blah 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 what the fuck's going on midnight radio riverdale's an existential horror um, about God, being it's such watched a good show. and destiny, and um, I okay. also Veronica is a trans woman, by the way. She Veronica is, is a trans woman. She's, and that's why um, her and Archie keep hooking up because they're the only people that he's the only one that she's out to. Um, and so when she gets a little frisky, mm-hmm. yeah, and Reggie too. So when she gets a little frisky, she's like, "Well, who can I hook up with these two guys?" They're the only people who I who know that I'm who know that I'm trans. So I I mean I guess it's them. Um, like in short, Riverdale is about genders, identities. Yes, identities, genders. So true, gay Kevin. <laughs> may May I just make a little brief side note? Yeah. So there is one specific line in the Betty and Archie scene, like before they sing Origin of Love. Where, like, Archie's like, oh, we hit our peak in first grade. Like, they did hit their peak at seven. It is seven by Taylor oh Swift. Oh, my God. It is. I it made is. a Jarchi seven. Um, <gasps> you are post, beautiful. And it got, a lot, it got, like, a significant amount of notes. And then I made a Barchi one, and it got, like, no notes. Uh, <laughs> the power and of our the, friend group, I decided. The Tumblr audience. Um, True. Gay people real. Um, if you made and, the Barchi one on Twitter, people would like it. Yeah, I but I um, also made like a your, uh, screen cap of like Archie singing running up and down that hill. And then um, I grew up in the shoes. Hey, they Bush. told me I could sell uh, shoes that, you know, they made for running up that hill, but I need to run up that hill. I, I need to run up that hill. I will, I will, I will. And then, you know, Kate Bush running up that hill. God. I kind of like replied to it like, why not just use like the original Hedwig? Like, why is Riverdale there? That ruined the pose. And I was like, excuse me? The fact that it's Riverdale is a key part of this. Yeah, it's a disgrace. That is just... No offense, Grace, to disgrace. (laughs) 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 I think I bought that. That joke. But I'm silly. Um, So... We can't talk about Hedwig anymore because it makes us go crazy. Too much. Um, so I'm going to talk about, we're going to talk about which musicals we would like Riverdale to do. Um, first, I'm going to talk about um, how I think that they should do Hairspray um, because I think that, um, I know that it's going to be too late for this, but uh, Choney Teen Wedding um, would yeah. be so fun. Uh, to I Can Hear the Bells. Um, you and know. then Penelope sings a homophobic version of Miss Baltimore Crabs called Miss Riverdale Crabs, yeah. where oh God, she amazing. says that, that, she, that they're not allowed, that she doesn't want her daughter to get gay married. Yeah. Um, I think that, I'm I not, think that um, Riverdale should do... I'm not done with Hairspray. Okay. Oh. Sorry. Hello. Right. Oh my God. Um, and so I think uh, they should make... Um, the serpents, uh, like, kind of 
in a not very well done um, and very edited version of Run Until That. Yes. Where it's so like true. really bad. And um, um, I think that. Uh, we also have to do Mama and Big Girl now. Oh, yeah. They have to do Mama and The girls and their milfs. Archie yeah. is such a Link Larkin, though, just as a person. Oh, yeah, he really is. Um, and Without Love. Um, just for fun. Archie. No, it's a good um, song. Uh, uh, Tony saves um, Cheryl from being locked up by Penelope. To stop her from getting gay married. Um, they sing You Can't Stop the Beat at the Gay Wedding. It's yeah. fine. Yes. homophobic. And then it gets yes. officiated by uh, the wedding gets officiated by Roberto Gris a Casa Cameo. Yes. yes. And um, That's himself? Yes. Yeah, that's himself, huh? My and They sorry, this is taking me so long to get out. It's in my mind. Um and they sing Good Morning Riverdale, of course. That's <laughs> like the that's the ensemble like number. That's the um, opening. And it fits and there's like there's the serial killer that lives <laughs> next door. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, of course, like, the nicest kids in town. Um, I think that Betty should lesbianly sing Lady's Choice because it's about cars and yes. she's mechanically inclined. Um, and um, I think in um, a, uh, a moment that is very poorly done like the tony um uh martha moment they make alice do big blonde and beautiful oh, oh god oh, i have had the personal experience of watching like a skinny white blonde woman sing that song on stage and let me oh, tell you it's incredible. fucking horrifying oh god oh yeah and um who should sing your timeless to me which is my least favorite song on the It's not, I don't think Ballast. they would do it. I think they cut it. Fuck that song. Yeah. Um, Can I segue on to Bear by saying that I saw a white sister Chantal? Yeah. Yes. Um, we have to return to me so I can do Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. I mean, and then I'm going to I've just been listening to Bear. I, so when I saw Bear, I saw a white sister Chantal. That's just the way that it links. Um, I... Lo- I don't know how, because as I said, I don't know, were we recording when I said this? Me and Isaac, like, two years ago saw this article that was like, what if they did Bear on Riverdale? And we were like, no, that'd be so bad because you were like, crazy Bear fans who hated Riverdale. Um, But now I would, like, literally kill for it. And I was just listening to, like, Ever After from Bear and, like... Because it's all about positions and narratives and there's no such thing as heroes who are queer, which, like, Jughead, please, Jughead, like, because he would say that in a performative way, because it would be a before he wants to. I think there's something about Jughead that really wants to be really internally homophobic and really wants to hate himself for being gay because that's the masculine thing to do. That is the stereotypically archetypally masculine thing to do. And if he let go of his obsession with his position in the narrative, he would not, he would find it a lot easier to accept that he's gay. And I think like, he's Dean Winchester, but he's Cass. Um. He's just Jonathan from Stranger Things. Yeah. Is. All men are just some guy. Yeah. Dean Winchester or Jonathan from Stranger Things. This is the binary for men. Yeah. Yeah. I really do not know much about Bear. I watched it when I was a teenager and I kind of hated it. So I'm not contributing to this discussion. No, absolutely nothing other than from uh, Katya's brilliant 
brilliant uh, screenplay uh, for yeah, thank a you. Jughead's Weird Fantasy. You'll read it. It's linked on my Twitter and my Tumblr. It's called Jughead's Weird Fantasy. And because it's got wedding bells in it. Wedding bells, a bit, the vows from wedding bells sung at Cheryl and Tony's second teen wedding. Well, it's not their not teen wedding. Aren't all the songs from Bear? Oh, no. Oh, no, there's no. company in that bitch, and there's Fun there's Home. Company and Fun Home and uh, Hades Town. Um, oh, oh wait, God, when did they do Hades Town? Oh yeah, all I've ever known. known. I forgot um, about no. that. But but because like Bear is all about places in the narrative, and then like fuck, ha, Nadia. Um, may, may may I join in the discussion of Bear? Absolutely. Veronica is such an Ivy Kinney. It's literally, it's about the performance of femininity. It's about the performance of female sexuality. It's it's about acting like, you know, like you are the one in control, but like you're not, it's, it's fucking insane. Like Veronica portrait of a girl would be fucking crazy. Oh I scream my and God. I exactly. But and like just, object of rumor, she plays her part, blah, 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 blah. It's all about Like roles. stripped bare beneath all the layers. Would you recognize the girl lying there? Sought after trapped like a pearl, pearl necklace. God, I'm fucking genius. I think it works, it just works for all of them. And then, like, with Jarchi, like, I think it's really interchangeable which of them's the Peter and which of them's the Jason. And, um, like, even though there's, like, obviously the, the jock and the fucking weird kid. Um, but, like, in I kind of think Jughead is more closeted. But then, anyway, just to close all this up, because I'm not being as articulate as I wanted to be, um, I can't stop thinking about the role of a Lifetime uh, video by by Archie, the Jughead role of a lifetime edit. That's all I have to say. And when I saw it, I had a small heart attack. I was there. It was amazing. I yeah. literally thought that that song was from the Falsetto's prequel. Oh my and god. Trousers? And yeah. Trousers is good. Speaking like of Jason, things Riverdale and then should I was do. Like, my mind is like, oh, Jason, the guy from Falsetto's, but I forgot that it's the kid. Jason is like, not in in trousers. No, yeah. but like, wait, just one thing about in trousers. In trousers is the most jughead show that was ever written. Like, especially the last song in trousers, the dream. Like, absolutely. Fucking, um, I was like, while you were talking, I was like, I think if Jughead stayed closeted and grew up, he would absolutely turn into Marvin. Marvin, yeah. Like, I mean, I could see like. Literally, like, if Bughead gets married, that's where they're headed. They're oh headed my to God, fucking... Betty, I'm breaking down. down. I'm breaking down. Betty, I'm He's breaking a queen. Down. I'm a queen. Where's my crown? The queen. queen. Um, I Wait, can we relate to how Jughead has the crown, the, the crown hat? Ah! 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 Oh, Lord, it's all connected. It's all... But what I have to, say, have to say is, um, fucking in... Women sit like angels, men like vultures. It's a trifle crude. It tends to make one think. Same folk acting like from different cultures. Do the completely out of sync. What's the line? What's the line about? Um, I write to keep the pain alive, but ask no questions. What the fuck is that? What the fuck? Jughead core. What's um, so much? Who else wants to? Leo, were you gonna share a musical? Or are you done? Yeah, I just think it would be fun if they did disaster! Exclamation point. Because it's just a 70s jukebox musical about a floating casino that (laughs) has a bunch of disasters happen to it. I just think it'd be really funny. If they were to do a jukebox musical, that would be so funny because they wouldn't follow the already doing a musical. I have so many thoughts about Riverdale and jukebox musicals. Um, I think that Riverdale, for the Luke Perry memorial episode, they, like, In Memoriam is is an absolutely beautiful episode. It made me cry. Um, but what if they did a Bruce Springsteen mu- jukebox musical episode instead? 
Oh, oh my god. Genius. Because um, Fred Andrews is literally out a of character a from a Bruce Springsteen song. Where's my tweet that's like top, um, top ten, top five Fred Andrews moments? And it's number one is like, but you didn't want it, Archie's dad. Um, oh my god! And getting a bits in a deleted scene. Yeah, and, that's um, your tweet. Also, when he from a Bruce Springsteen song and dying. Also, when he turned down um, and he got shot. having sex with Hiram, and that made Hiram be evil. Yeah. That's our Hiram Lore. That's our Hiram Lore is that Hiram tried to come on to Fred Andrews and Fred Andrews turned him down and that's why he did all that stuff in season two. And I think that they should do Jesus Christ Superstar, but they, um, the only context in which that it would work is in the uh, Prison Break episode because that yeah. episode is just rife with like Jesus metaphors. Like it's like the, the death and the um, lament and then the, like the scar placement and the stabbing yeah. and the Judas kiss and then... You know, um, I just I, it's very crazy ex-girlfriend. It should be me up on that cross. And either Betty or Veronica singing, I just don't know how to love him. And, and then Jughead doing, doing the uh, reprise. It would, it, the <gasps> Judas's reprise. It would just, yeah, it would Judas's hit death. so hard. Um, Arthi, Archie, get, get, I can't freaking say the get word. Get, 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 just, yeah, what? Gethsemane. I went to Catholic school. I should know this. Like he doesn't. He doesn't want to bear this cross. He doesn't want to drink this poison, but he will. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. He's he's Archie is like you know he will die for the. Okay, maybe if Archie like made a little bit of points with the fact that they're both willing to die for the people that they love. Um, but she's willing to die for Freddie Yeah, and he's willing it's to die not for Archie. Like, Literally, they both no, they both want to die for the people they love, but the, it isn't each it's other. Not each other. Like, I'm, I meant not Archie as like a ship, yeah. but like them as a as like a, a vibe. But, um, I just realized I have three more musicals. We need to. Um, I have three musicals that if I don't get to talk about, I will die. Also, I, I also have many musicals. They should be nerds. Ones. They should do Greece, and it yeah, should be wow. Jughead and um, Jughead as a uh, what's his name, John Travolta, Danny Zuko, <laughs> Danny Zuko, and um, oh, Archie as Sandy. Oh my God! Oh, summer nights, summer nights, summer nights. Oh, well, 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 tell me more. Um, and <laughs> yeah, they're all, and it's like the serpents are like, tell me more, and they both are pretending that it's a woman. Um, oh, that's oh oh, and you are each genius. Other. And, <laughs> That's really good. Um, who did we say would do the Rizzo song that I never remember because I always skip? There are it. worst things I could do. I mean, it has Veronica just, vibes. It has to be yeah. Veronica. Yeah, Veronica. But I think that um, uh, Cheryl uh, could do uh, "Look at Me, I'm Sandra D." <gasps> yes, um, but it's such a lesbian song. She's cross-dressing. <laughs> she's "Look at Me, I'm Archie." Um, <laughs> she's um, And. Uh, I think Betty should be, I don't know, Frankie. <laughs> ran out of people. Uh, Veronica Rizzo. Um, it doesn't matter as long as we have some of the songs. But the song, the like title song, Grease, would really fit. Um, hmm. Be who Grease we Lightning. are. Oh, Betty, lesbianly singing <gasps> Grease Lightning. She's, she's the car. She's been she's like, playing lines. Um, and I remember in the Grease movie where they have like a car fixing. A drag race. 
No, they have a, they, they, the, the boy, the gang, they have yeah. like a teacher who helps them with the car stuff. Another yes, one. she's obviously a lesbian. Really dykey. That's Betty. Oh, she grows up. um, uh, Cheryl, beauty school dropout. <gasps> yeah. Someone has to meanly sing beauty school dropout. Highsmith High Smith College dropout. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I think, um, it should be like Clifford Blossom and Penelope Blossom. <laughs> Clifford Blossom's ghost. Go back to high school. Um, yeah, I mean, I just think that Greece is about like you know Americana, and I mean, yeah. it's also like and gender. It's in gender and like being retro, but like it's about like the 1950s right, like nostalgia perspective, 1950s nostalgia, mm-hmm. but also not it like it's. You know, I think Riverdale would do a really good job of taking this thing that's kind of, like, pure nostalgia for the 1950s, which is not an era we should really be nostalgic about, um, and warping it into, like, a statement on American culture. Um, and, yeah, and I think in order to do that, they would have to do Georgie Summer Nights. Um, Georgie Summer Nights! Nights! And then they'd have to, like, cut out the great none of the and high notes. No, they'd also have to cut out the, like, rapey lines. Oh, like they did on Glee. It would be like the Glee version. Wait, hold on. Didn't R.I.S. do the Glee episode? Yes, he did the, he did the Glee, no, Glee wait, episode. He, he did Glee. He didn't do Yes, No, which is when Summer Nights is sung. He did Glee, however, which is where we do get... No, wait, no, Blaine, hopefully devoted to you. I'm pretty sure that's the roles we play, which is five, then six... Okay, no, I know no, too much about Glee. Glee. That's like, Isaac, this is horrifying. Yeah. No, really I'm so scared scary. of you right now. Okay, listen, okay. I will explain. <laughs> I know so much How about Glee. Big books musicals instead. Okay, just I know so much about Glee because my friend wanted to rewrite Glee and there were no transcripts for uh, for like the middle of season <sighs> three onwards. So I I watched every episode of Glee and so transcribed all of them for my friend. Oh, oh my god. I would I'm, do I'm that fucking with, insane. Um so Riverdale. Riverdale. Blame, blame Henry for everything, and he yeah. won't hear this because he he won't he refuses to listen to this podcast. Yeah, Henry's a little bitch. Fuck Henry. Anyway, fuck Henry. <laughs> so Riverdale and jukebox musicals. I think Riverdale should do Moulin Rouge because I think it would be really <gasps> fucking funny and really yes. fucking good. Because Jughead, Jughead is Christian, and says so it's like, oh, I'm the writer, but I'm not in control of the narrative. But also Archie is Christian, and says so like, I'm a good little boy here to have a good time, and I'm Aaron Tate. And then like Veronica is very satine, and the, just the performance, the femininity, the money, and like the musical numbers. It would be fucking insane. Oh yes. Like, just, imagine if they okay. Everyone take my hand, we're going on an adventure. Imagine for me, if you will, I do not fucking care who sings it, but imagine an episode of Riverdale where they sing a mashup of Lady Gaga's Bad Romance and Britney Spears' Toxic. Imagine yes! that, my gay little friends. That'd be so fun. It'd um, be great. Speaking of jukebox musicals, um, I think that Riverdale should do a jukebox musical episode. Um, inexplicably, it's just Betty just doing Fiona Apple songs. <laughs> That would be great. It would be can cathartic. I do a, can I do a speaking of Aaron Tveit? Yeah. yeah. Speaking yeah. of that guy, I'm not going to say his surname again because I feel like I'll, I, I'm not pronouncing it right. But um, Next to Normal. Riverdale, next, next to Normal. To normal. Next to Normal. Um, like, it, it, Alice and Betty, it's lovely that you're sharing. No, really, I'm all ears. But where was all this caring for, was it 16 years? Whatever. 16 years. Like, literally, Alice and Betty are fucking Natalie and what's her name? And fucking... Diana. Diana, that motherfucker, and like, <laughs> like my 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 pharmacological 
that fucking shit. Um, and obviously you have Cheryl and Jason as like the, the, the brother and the, the not not looked at sister. Like they could have done. I'm not sure it would even work anymore, but it would have hit so much in like season two or three. I um, think, I just want to say it's so funny that Jason has never any lines. Like there are moments where he could have lines. Like there are flashbacks. And, because it's intentional. It? He's intentionally a flat symbol nothing. for Jughead to project mm-hmm. whatever he wants and, like, on. Like, like, like he yeah. can't speak. He can't have a character because he's, he's the dead too kid. important as a symbol to too many people. And he's the like, loss of innocence. And because he's not alive, he can't counter that narrative. Like he's completely lost control and he is only what people remember of him, so which is true. this mythologized version of like American innocence killed by like his piece of shit father. But then it always like supernatural. It, but the show continues Like Supernatural. To, the show <laughs> con- continues to textually elaborate that Jason was never this pure beacon of hope. Yeah. Did he know who did, he, did Was he who he wanted to be? Did he even know what that was? Um, and also, like, the playbook. And, mm. um, you know, Polly has this sort of, like, idea in her mind about their, like, epic romance. But it's clear that that was sort of a one-sided interpretation. Mm. Um, and get out and also, like, I think the baby sort of changed a lot. Like, mm. yeah. And also, like, we free, like Jason did grow up in the same abusive household as Cheryl. Um, the difference is that he was like the golden child to like the narcissist parent, just like um, there. Yeah, and um, oh God, I don't know, Jason. Jason. Yeah, Jason is like a symbol of, um, and also he's like a, a direct parallel to Archie with like the red hair. Yeah, of like you know Archie is you know a possibility of like they're both they both represent like innocence destroyed but you know yeah archie lives to be destroyed. Can stay and all yeah. That. yeah nothing red can stay so <laughs> hey do you think because he doesn't have a personality we could claim jason blossom as a number one candy baby absolutely yeah. you can absolutely like um Roy. yes a, a daddy's number one candy wait baby. i have a very specific yeah, proposal cheryl him. In Interbellum is Daddy's number one candy baby, but <laughs> Jason is not because in that fic he's a communist. <laughs> Everyone read the Spanish Civil War fic. It's called Interbellum. <laughs> it's fucking incredible. <laughs> Jason's a communist. Jason, Jason found the, hit by bricks. Jason found a communist party chapter in Riverdale okay. with Joaquin and Jughead. And it's so good. It's so good. I want to be friends with them. Oh, that sounds fucking awesome. Oh, oh, and, oh, and by the end of it, it's about... fully queer baiting with Jason and Jughead, which is insane. <laughs> well, it's yeah. an insane thing for a fan fiction to do. We need to talk about how there are like an ins- like insane we good um riverdale historical days we've mentioned world war one um which Monica, is by our very own grace by our very own grace but there's also hey, the one the roman one bug i'm i want to talk about the bert birdie and uh berta and crook oh yeah, yeah jewish, the, jewish uh, shettledale um where they live in a shuttle and it's um betty and jughead running away together 
Uh, I ship Bughead, but only in Shadowdale. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> it, it works. It works only um, in. Russia. Wait, I have a relevant thing to say. Mm-hmm. Last night I was tweeting about how um, Jewish Jewish Jughead, who is just Jughead in my brain, um, has seen uh, Fiddler on the Roof like fifteen times, and that was the only thing that he felt connected him to Jewish identity when as he was growing up. And like he pretends to be all this all like oh I hate musicals, but he's like really obsessed with Fiddler. And yeah. um, he like so cries true. to Anna Tepka. Yeah, I think that I don't know. I just every time I just picture, um, I just have this very clear picture of Archie wearing a yarmulke in my head. Yeah, they're both Jewish. They're both Jewish, and Fred is Jewish, and God Mary is. is Mary is Catholic. Her they're name's both Mary. from Catholic Mary is Jewish. Jewish Mary is Catholic because Archie is exactly like me. Yes. <laughs> um and. You know, it's interesting that Archie is the only one who doesn't have horrible, toxic parents. It is. Well, I mean, he's, he's the protagonist. He's the hero. Blah, 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 blah. But yeah. protagonists often have horrible, toxic parents. No, like, but it's like... supernatural. Because it's Jughead's book. Oh, my God. It's, it's Jughead's, Jughead's book, book, and he doesn't want Archie to suffer. And he Jughead's doesn't... book, and the hero he also, have a happy life. And also, um, you know, it was like his kind of surrogate family of like God, his, yeah, in the household. That, you know, he could feel talk safe. Shit about the like people that basically raised him. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, does anyone have any other musicals? Because I do. I, I think I they do. should have done Spring Awakening, but the window has closed. What with the time skip? Oh my god! Same wavelength. Spring Awakening is is so good. But my, my the main me. reason I think it should happen is because I want to know how they would do Totally Fucked. Because they would do Totally Fucked. Mm-hmm. How would they do it? Totally screwed. Totally fricked. Totally fricked. Would they go like the Tony route of like totally gasp, or would they do like the Good Morning America thing of where they went totally stuck? It's fucking hilarious. (laughs) Well, like, do you remember? I mean, you must. uh, The terrible, terrible fucking shit show that was NBC's Rise. Very bad television. Of course, I remember NBC's Rise. Totally hosed. Totally hosed. (laughs) Are we aware? No, I was not aware, but that's so funny. That's Um, really funny. What if they did like? Um, what if, like, okay, sorry, I was thinking, I had a train of thought that was, like, um, in the original pilot script, um, Jughead is deaf, and Archie learns sign language for him, um, and he wears the hat to, like, cover up his hearing aids, um, which I'm so sad that they did not go in that direction, but, you know, like, like the so deaf last, uh, Spring Awakening. Yes, oh my god, Would have been so cool. Jarchi, so cool. touch me, Jarchi, touch me, Jarchi, touch me. Say Literally, that. Say where that. I go when I find Isaac yeah. Josh, he'll touch you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> thinking the same thing. Touch Me is objectively um, one of the best songs ever written. It, yes, so it's about beautiful. orgasming, but it's also about wanting to leave your small shitty town and run away with your best friend who you are in gay love with. But you can't say that out loud because it's the 1890s. Jack has such a more, it's like, sorry to say that in t- 2020. Like, like, but like, like no, do well, that. Well, how, like, how would it all, like, Measure up, Jonathan Groff. Also, hey, Jonathan Groff should be on Riverdale. He has fucking range. Good day. Um, yeah. We are once like, again running out of dad. time. Oh my god, oh, we just me. can't stop talking. We, let's just finish it. Yeah. Okay. I want to really quick say thank you to Frankie. We got your email, and oh yes, god, so you're lovely. so sweet. We love uh, you. We love you. I, yes. you know, I really hope that your migraines get yeah. better. Um, and I'm, we're very, very happy that... Uh, it was so kind of you to take the time. Really, really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh so, 
Um, what were the musicals you wanted to talk about? Hades Town and Fun Home. That's oh, basically. Yeah, I'll just say it. I'll just say it. I'm just gonna leave you to you, listener. You know, can work out that yourself. Darcy Hades Town. All I've ever known. Jughead. Way down, way down Riverdale. Way down under the ground. Yeah. If um, Supernatural had done like a real musical episode after fan fiction. Uh, I think they should have done Hades Town. Specifically, they should have brought back the Purgatory flashbacks so they could be like, "Yeah, it's fucking intentional. Eat shit." God. <laughs> About the Orpheus and Eurydice and Orpheus and KK and Vampire Pirate side piece. I just want to say, um, Hiram and Hermione. How long? <gasps> You're a genius. Thank you. Hiram and Hermione, how long? Hiram, um, what's the... Hiram and Hermione... Fuck, I used to be so obsessed with Hadestown. Why can't I remember the name of the song that they sing? Um, to... Uh, um, well, I Google it. While you're searching, I, may I just say Veronica, Our Lady of the Underground? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Fuck absolutely. yeah! And La Bonne Nuit, obviously. This was... I mean, oh, I sh- cool. it should be acknowledged during the episode... This is this is pretty messy, but like it's about musicals. That's my sentence. Yeah, we're very enthusiastic. I I'm not into musicals, but I'm into Riverdale. I have I really like Jesus Christ Superstar. Me too. Good for you. I really <laughs> love Jesus Christ Superstar. Preludes, I have wait, traumatic experiences with theater kids, but I do oh, like me, some. Me, I didn't theaters. mention Ghost Quartet. I'm so sorry. I just oh, so true. Um, so should we sign off? Ghost Quartet is the Riverdale of um, weird, unorthodox song cycles, and um, Archie should sing Natalia from Preludes to, to Jughead, and um, Dave Malloy should just have some kind of collaboration with Roberto Grosa Casa, and that's yeah. what I'm Dave saying Malloy to sign off. Um, the song also, I was thinking of was Chantu. Ah, Chantu. Oh, Chantu was so good in the 2016 version. Um, so, this is uh, Archie's Weird Podcast, um, and this uh, is We need to let... Isaac Tsell promo. Our Twitter is at Archie's Weird Pod and our Tumblr is at Archie's Weird Podcast.tumblr.com. You can email us at Archie's Weird Podcast at gmail.com. Please do that. We got an email. We loved it. Yeah, it was wonderful. Send it us hate mail, nice. send us fan mail, send us uh, your grocery list. Don't do that. <laughs> Um, do it yeah actually do that i'd love to know what you're going to buy at the grocery store okay so we have please do not uh sign off because we have an important message from isaac hello the theme song yeah yeah hi i'm isaac i'm the guy who wrote the theme song because i'm a gay little writer boy so you're here because you like riverdale presumably or you're friends with these people and you paint riverdale maybe you don't i don't know your stories i'm just i'm just here so you like shows, you know, you like camp, you like repression, you like facade, masquerade, artifice, exaggeration, gender, you like Riverdale, you like thinking about characters' trauma, you like thinking about characters' gender and sexuality, you like getting into the nitty-gritty little meta stuff, stuff that most people think, oh, the author didn't think about that. Well, the author did. And you know what other show is like that? Scum Brighton by me, your friend Isaac. Scum, S-K-A-M, Brighton, like the British city. <laughs> now, you may, you may be thinking, isn't there a weird Norwegian TV show called Scum? Yes, there is. It, this is a remake, but it's good because it's gay and well-written, and I consulted people about things I wrote about, and I made people have many gender crises writing it, and I think that's motivation enough. There's arson. There's a scene where a character gives a stand-up comedy routine about his trauma and then sings You Are a by Alanis Morissette. What more do you need in a television program? I have a, I, where, where can we find it? AO3. 
You can find it on AO3. Just search it up. Gay Peter Simmons. You can find it on my Tumblr. You ought to know MP3. Validate think, me, please. I'm so desperate. I think, um, um, fuck. I think Veronica should sing You Ought to Know when she finds out about Barbie sure. Day. That seems like a perfect way to finish. I go down on you in a theater. Listen to Jagged Little Pillow, which Broadway cast recording. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Stream Riverdale. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. This is just as important as Destiel. Bait of the nation. Don't say that to me. Sorry. No, sorry. Destiel is more important than most things on Earth, so... Um, I'm, I mean, very important I haven't seen Supernatural, but I'm pretty sure that Desti- the, the Riverdale musical episodes are just as important as Destiel. But you could would Destiel say that, you do this? Idiot. Riverdale Origin of Love? Okay. Listen, Destiel is the origin of love, though. It's, it's about see control. What it's about gender. It's about God. It's about control, bitches. I'm it's so sorry. It's about free will. It's about you it's are about not it's about actively choosing. You do not owe it to you do not owe it to your father to be the man he told you to be. But could they do Yes! But could they do Wicked Little Town? They no, could! Yes! Could they do I'm they all... Could. S- yes! They could! Oh, no! <laughs>